we wanted to create this hotel so you would never disconnect from environment. And you enjoy the sound of water, you enjoy the sound of birds and sound of ocean. Because I never design something beautiful. I always design memories. I really believe that through my design, people will build the memories there. Because nobody in the end possibly will remember the chair, how the chair will look like. But they will always remember when they were sitting on this chair with their daughter, with their husband, and looking at a sunset. That's what they remember. That's why I'm doing this job. This is Travel by Design where we chat with the visionaries behind the world's most extraordinary hotels. I'm your host, Hamish Kilburn, professional hotel reviewer and editor of Hotel Designs. Today, our destination is the Riviera Maya. It's a picturesque stretch of mangrove forests and beaches along the Yucatan Peninsula in southeastern Mexico. But beyond the surface of this already stunning environment, there are two travel experiences which you can't find anywhere else. One of these experiences is swimming in cenotes, freshwater pools often found in underground caverns. The second experience linked to this part of the Yucatan is the stunning view of the starry night sky. The Maya people who have a rich culture and long history within Greater Mexico mastered astronomy in the first thousand years of the common era They built sundials and other architectural features to track the movement of the stars. And this inspired my guest for today, Tatiana Shevalova. I'm from Kazakhstan and a partner and owner of Shapishapo Design. Tatiana designed the St. Regis Kanai Resort, Riviera Maya, to be a seamless indoor and outdoor experience which immerses travellers in the lush natural settings of mangroves, beaches and cenotes. But most of all, Tatiana looked to the sky. I started our conversation by asking how starlight showed up in the resort experience. You've designed a resort in one of the most incredible places in the world. Yes. The the St. Regis Canai is basically settled in, in just breathtaking landscape. It's, its immediate sort of surroundings are mangrove trees yeah. and it's just simply breathtaking on its own. Yeah. But you looked at the sky yes. and especially you looked at the stars. Yes. So I'm just kind of wanting to know first and foremost, when did that realisation hit you that that should be the design narrative? So on the project, if you know, there is a fabulous architect. Yeah, his name is Michael Edmonds, and he's a very spiritual person. The way he started this project, and I'm kind of quoting his words, he came to the land, and in a quiet evening, he sat down beside the sea, and he started to kind of meditate, I would say. And it was a beautiful evening. For some reason, I don't know why, the sunset in St. Regis Canai, it's absolutely spectacular. Like beautiful burgundy, pink color. Mm. So he was watching a sunset, this is what he was telling me, and uh, the stars appear in the sky, and it's a perfect, beautiful black sky with very bright stars. And in this particular location, Canai, the translation of that, it's where the sky is born. Wow. Kanai means where the sky is born. And this is a gate to the heaven. So what he decided, oh my God, this is obvious. I'm looking at the stars. How about if I create this 
circles that imitate these bright stars. I really love that. I really love that that description. And I want to talk about the architecture now because I was looking at an aerial photograph of the resort. One of the major things you notice really is the circular shapes of the buildings. They're they're like nothing I've ever seen before. Um, Each one is like a, a bright white ring embedded with the mangrove forest. Some of them connect to each other to create this sort of striking of curves even. And it's a true constellation from the sky to the ground. Because it is like the stars floating above the land. So if you look at the architecture, it's seven circles. And I think this is so beautiful. This is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, Tatiana, but you were actually chosen by the architect based on your mutual enthusiasm for Mayan astronomy. Absolutely. I think we meant to meet with each other, to be honest. I don't know. It was written in the stars somewhere. I arrived to New York City, and prior to this meeting, they didn't show me architecture. They just showed me the land, and they asked me to come up with a narrative. And obviously, I did the research, and I come up with a story about this Mayan culture who uh, created this lunar calendar and the mastering even in architecture. So I built my narrative based on that. So when I arrived and I started to present I could see the architect's eyes was started to, <laughs> to, to get sparkle, I guess. I didn't know why he was looking at me. But after that, he took my hands and said, Tatiana, you exactly told me what I had in mind. And I guess that's, that sealed the deal. Mm. That's totally sealed the deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the aha moment on any yes. project, isn't it? And, yes. and for me, I kind of want to focus now on the interiors of the hotel because... Yes. I want to ask you about natural light, which is a problem that most designers have when they're creating a hotel. And I guess the most obvious natural light that I can think of is is our own star, the sun. Yes. You use that light to create really captivating shadows. So for instance, in the guest corridors at the right time of day, the floor lights up with a pattern that almost looks like the stretched herringbone, yes. which is made yes. up of different layers of sunlight. And, and shadows. Yes. For me, that's that's so simple, yet so effective, because yes. it almost feels like the lighting and the inter- it becomes art in itself. My God, Habish, I'm so glad you mentioned that. And uh, that's exactly what we were trying to do in the hotel. For example, when you go to the spa, we have this wood screen that we created. And the pattern of the screen, we got inspired from Mayan's textiles. And this has this almost diamond shape oh, I see. that we try to implement. So architect, instead of just the simple walls in the corridors, he created this metal structure. And the metal structure has this herringbone shape, which is also reflect of the Mayan textiles. And he stretched this, which was absolutely brilliant. He stretched this fabric on this metal structure. So when it's during the day, when the sun is hit, exactly 2.30 afternoon, it's created a beautiful shadow on the corridor on the floor. It's exactly the same pattern that I have inside of the room of my headboard behind the bed. Wow. Which is absolutely, I don't know, how does it happen? (laughs) I think that's so beautiful because most people would walk past it and think, wow, that's really beautiful. But actually for it to have such a layer to it. Yes, it creates this additional decorative element 
sculptural element in the hotel. It starts from 2.30 afternoon. It's happened in a corridor. At 5 o'clock, it's happened in the lobby. And later on at 5.30, it's happened in a corridor which is lead you to the spa. And completely by nature. By nature. Completely unique to that location. Yeah, so it's absolutely magical. Magical, magical. Yeah. So, so the hotel is full of amazing moments, but outside of the hotel in the Yucatan, yes. there's this just unparalleled experience that every traveller needs to, to put themselves in and immerse themselves in. And that's the cenotes. Oh, my God. The cenote, for me, I felt like I died and went to heaven. So for travellers, you can think of these as kind of like underground caves almost made of limestone, which often have beautiful crystal clear yes. pools of water it's like a ground got shifted the land got shifted and it created this beautiful underground lake which is a pure clear water so there is a lot of turtles uh birds living there a lot of different fishes so when you want to visit there they encourage you to take a shower so you have to come like very clean there so you will not disturb the animals who live there when you're there, you feel, I don't know, you feel so small and you finally understand what is important, what is not important. It's truly a spiritual mm. experience. So talk us through the, the whole process as you're walking down and what, what your senses are capturing. There is no sound hearing except the bird sounds, nature sounds. Uh, you see this, this pure round shape and it's a crystal clear water. So you think that it's very shallow, but it's actually very deep. Because it's crystal clear, yeah. you see the bottom of that. But it's very, very deep. And from humidity to this, like a cold, cold water. <laughs> uh, Hamish, it's, it's hard for me to explain, but it's a shock for your body because it's so cold, but it's also a shock for your mind because you forget about everything. You forget, forget about your busy life and you truly understand you're a human being. That was for me one of the aha moments, like, oh my God, I don't know what I've done in life, Hamish, but I think I've done something right. I truly feel like it's, it's a heaven on earth, I'm telling you. It sounds like a really personal moment and what I'm interested in is how you then translated the shapes and the essence of, of that feeling and how you captured that into the design of St. Regis yes. Canai. So when you come to the room, uh, you see this beautiful bathroom, which is completely open. So you feel like your bathroom became part of your bedroom. And the Sonore was one of the inspirational moments for me. So I decided to create a sculptural sink, mm. architectural sculptural sink that is standing in the middle of the room. It's a pure shape of this lake, Sonoda. And the stone has to capture all of these colors, which is a little bit of brown, ursi colors, a little bit of green, a little bit of blue, green as a vegetation, a little bit of blue as an actual water. And it's created this beautiful pattern. Sounds timeless. And it is. And after that, I created these mirrors, which is hanging above of that. And the mirrors has one side as a clear mirror and another side is a bronze mirror. So when you look at the mirror, 
it's a pure reflection of the sink which is represent cenote, lake of cenote. So when I'm standing and brushing my teeth, I'm not looking only at the mirror, seeing myself, seeing my partner, my friend. You also see the pure reflection of the sink, which is so beautiful. And the, the way it's hanging from the ceiling, it's also represent this vegetation, which is hanging from the land and it's hanging above the lake of Cenote. I love how many layers there are in this story. Yes. And actually, all the layers kind of excuse the pun, but they reflect each other because they really do. Yes. And you know, whether you're talking about the way in which the hotel is immersed in the mangroves or whether we're talking about the natural light and the patterns that have been created, how you've even created the the connection with the cenotes, it strikes me that this is a place where the indoors and the outdoors, they're just seamlessly met and blended. Yes, it was very important for everybody to create the spaces when you really feel indoor-outdoors. Indoors-outdoors is blending together. We wanted to create this hotel so you would never disconnect from environment. So that's why our lobby area is completely open. We do have a roof, but it's open. And you enjoy the sound of water, you enjoy the sound of birds and sound of ocean. And even indoors, reception, for example, it looks like it's a floating platform surrounded by water. That water feature is almost creating a cascade, which is guiding you the path to the reception desk. You're kind of following the sound of the water to come to the check-in desk. So right away, your mind gets set to the zero, if I'm explaining it correctly. Set to the zero, meaning you're in a resort to relax celebrate your moments, create the memory stories. So we thought it would be great to have these opportunities to create indoor-outdoor consciously. Mm. People will use it. And and I I think that's the key, what you've just said, people. You know, we're we're designing these hotels for for people. People. And I would really love to know how your life experience coming from Kazakhstan to Canada and and then designing for travellers all over the world. All of these parts of your story inform the work that you do, surely. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Hamish, I'm from Kazakhstan, uh, from the city Karaganda, very family-oriented culture. And I feel like the Mexico, it's also very family-oriented culture. We like to celebrate as a families. I was always thinking about when I will have a vacation in this beautiful hotel, how would like to experience that? Mm. What kind of memories I want to build? Because I never design something beautiful. I always design memories. I really believe that through my design, people will build the memories there. Because nobody in the end possibly will remember the chair, how the chair will look like. But they will always remember when they were sitting on this chair with their daughter, with their husband, and looking in a sunset. So true. That's what they remember. That's why I'm doing this job. You know, sometimes designers get focused on the creativity too much, which is absolutely it's the most important sure. element. Of course. But you have to think about the comfort. Yeah. The feeling of that. Once you finished and, and you, you were in the hotel as a guest with your own family, what was the biggest visible sign that it actually took seven years to complete? When I started the project, my son was seven years old. And when we finished the project, my son became 14 years old. So when I come back with my family, he was one of the first guests who arrived. 
And my daughter, who wasn't even born, <laughs> I was pregnant. I got pregnant during this process, get a birth. So my daughter right now is six years old. <laughs> and It's really a milestone. Yeah, I know. And they came to the room and they say, wow, mom, did you do this? I was like, yes, Aww. I did this. I did this. And he did remember, oh, yeah, mom, I remember how beautiful it was. We're going to see Sonora again. So when the last day we went to Sonora, it was like a perfect conclusion, the project for sure. And I looked at my son and he's standing right now, very tall, proud. And we took a picture and we had a picture before and after. So we had exactly the same picture with my son was standing six years old on that land. And we have right now a picture when he is 14 with my daughter right That's now. That's so nice. <laughs> yeah. And for me, it's like, this is what this hotel has been built on. Yeah. Emotion. And and thank you so much for for coming on the podcast and really sharing that personal account with our listeners. It's just been such a treat talking to you and hearing the design narrative from your perspective. I mean, it's a beautiful hotel, but it's just so much more spectacular now that I know so much more about the the details that went into it. So thank you so much, Tatiana. Thank you. Thank you, Hamish. I really truly believe that the people, when they will stay in this hotel, they will feel a love because this hotel was done with a huge love from everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. Travel by Design is a podcast by Marriott Bonvoy Traveller, the online travel magazine where you'll find more inspiring hotel design stories. If you're curious about the craft of hotel design, then check out marriottbonvoy.com slash travel by design. And if you want to go behind the scenes of my travel experiences across the world, then follow me on Instagram at hotel travel editor. This episode was produced by Narratively Creative. Our senior producer is James Boo. Our associate producers are Needy Shastri and Greta Stromquist. Interview recording by Ali Graham. Story edits by Priscilla Alabi. Sound design by James Boo. And audio engineering by Dorian Love. Our Marriott Bonvoy traveller producers are Valerie Connors and Robin Benefield. Special thanks to Tatiana Shevalova for speaking with me about her work. I'm your host, Hamish Kilburn. Don't forget to subscribe to Travel by Design in your podcast app. And tune in next time to hear more design stories behind the world's most extraordinary hotels.